Welcome to the CWDW Near and Far podcast, where we explore perspectives of the Walt Disney World Resort from 10 to 1,000 miles away. I am Mike, the far in this equation. And I'm John, the near. All right, today we are going to finish our discussion, our series, on what to do in the Disney parks when it starts to rain. We're going to be covering Magic Kingdom today, but first, John, how did your week in the parks go? Uh, not not too bad. Actually, uh, something a little bit different. Um, first, I'll start with what's not different. I, I went to Hollywood Studios last Sunday. <clears throat> and once again, I got up early and I went to my app and I, I was refreshing, refreshing, refreshing. And then they were all gone immediately when I hit the button. So <clears throat> I did not get... And what I'm talking about is Rise of the Resistance in case anyone didn't know what i was talking about so anyway i couldn't get it so i went to hollywood and i rode uh, um, mickey and minnie's runaway railway and it was good i just did it because i haven't done it in a while and i'm like i usually pick a ride i'm like all right i'll wait for something that line though was out in the direct sun they put little umbrellas here and there and it was unbelievably hot in that line like just terrible and um you know i so i rode that and while in the in the ride the 1 p.m rise of the resistance came up and i did the same thing again 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 and i actually got it but it said like it's gonna be a 380 minute wait and i was like Mm -hmm. well i guess we'll see how it how it turns out so i know from there the park was really crowded i i did go over and i think uh i rode star tours before i left because that particular ride was not that crowded i could basically walk on so i rode star tours and then decided that i needed a walk so i uh, took a nice long walk i decided i wanted to ride spaceship earth so i walked from hollywood studios all the way to spaceship earth and i stopped by and rode uh, journey into imagination and this is the middle of the day, direct sunlight, mid 90s. So I was a little hot. So I'm like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go in, mm. uh, journey into imagination just to cool down for a few minutes. You know, I felt like I uh, was soaked in sweat from all the being outside I had done. So anyway, I, I, uh, I rode that, and then I rode Spaceship Earth, and then I walked, you know, all the way back. And I think by the time I ended up. I got back. It was like, uh, what time was it? Oh, I, I left one important thing out. And this is based on what we had talked about in recent podcasts. I, be, be, before I left Hollywood Studios, I ate at the ABC Commissary. Mm. And, uh, you know, after I, we talked just last week about how I just didn't like it there. I had bad experiences dropping my tray and this and that. Well, it tur- turns out. The place where you uh, get your silverware and all that still is not big enough for a tray. <laughs> so <laughs> that was not fixed, and but I did not drop my tray again. But I just thought that was interesting. I got a uh, Mediterranean salad with chicken, and it was really good. I liked the salad. There's nothing. I would even get it again. So I, I, I was impressed. So regular guy review for the week is... That was pretty good, and I would get it again. And ABC Commissary is not that bad. It's such a pretty place inside. I 
hadn't been in there in years so that was really nice so anyway we'll jump back to i i was i rode spaceship earth and i walked all the way back to hollywood studios again and i decided i checked my app and it said i still had two or three hours until i can get on rise of the resistance and you know um i wanted to be home around five or so uh, that's when my wife gets home from work and, you know, Sunday evenings, a lot of times we get to spend a little bit of time together because she gets out of work early. And I was like, yeah. So I looked at it and I'm like, yeah, I removed my reservation at that point. And I'm like, mm-hmm. once again, Disney, you got me. Even though mm-hmm. I even though I got the reservation, I still was not willing to be there late to do it. So I <clears throat> that was I believe that was my fourth try at getting a reservation that was almost successful and then I had to give it up. So, and there's a reason I uh, bring this up again. Um, on Tuesday, we, we, after, after work, we went over to the boardwalk resort and uh, our, our, our neighbor gave us a night at the boardwalk uh, a night stay because she has DVC and you know with the chaos of the past year it just has not been used like it should and she was going to lose points if she doesn't use them so you know she was trying to let people use them whenever she could so I had a boardwalk view and it was actually a really good view like you you I, I walked out and looked I was right across from uh, spaceship earth it was right outside my window basically like straight ahead and that that was really nice and at night too like it was glowing and just it was a really nice room you know with a balcony that you could sit out on and overlook uh the beach club and all that so anyway that 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 was very nice so we got there you know probably like seven o'clock because like i said it's after work so then we walked over to watch uh epcot forever and once again it reminded me that I enjoy that more than happily ever after. And uh, I think because I really love all the classic Epcot songs and music and memories. And then Walt Disney himself is in it on two different occasions. He's in the show. And I'm like, compare that to happily ever after. And it's just your favorite moments from Disney cartoons. And that's it. And I'm like, yeah, that does not really move me at all. Epcot Forever, I just find it such a nice thing. And and the funny thing is, I went live and showed it, and it's amazing how many people are surprised that it's good. They're like, wow, that was so great. I got choked up. I can't believe how good it was. It's like, because all you hear online, the I guess we could call it the official narrative of the people in the know at Disney is it's crap. Nobody likes it. It's like, every time I put it up, People seem to just think it's great. I just think people people are told that they shouldn't like it. So then they go, well, I'm I'm cool like all them, so I don't like it either. But, you know, take a minute and watch. And I understand the last part is completely doesn't fit there. When they bring in a whole new world is what they play at the end. To me, that does kind of ruin it. But I still enjoy the first, like, nine minutes are just spectacular and i enjoy every minute of it and again you hear a little kid singing uh the imagination theme and then walt disney talking and i'm like it just gets me every time i'm like man i just love that so anyway i we watch that because we don't go to the parks late a lot so we never know how many more times we'll get to see it 
and I've got it on video now anyway. Like I got another really good uh, recording of it, so I I'll I'll uh, be all right when it's gone. But so we went back, and the next morning we got up, um, and this time we're staying at a Disney hotel. And my wife has had only ever been on Rise of the Resistance one time because she was a Disney employee, and they're not allowed to go on it, or she was a Disney employee, and they 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 were blocked out but indefinitely from ever going to Hollywood studios. So, but anyway, uh, I got up, did the same thing I do anywhere else. Refresh, refresh, refresh. I got group 15. I've mm. never gotten such a high group. Like every time I've ever been lucky enough to get it, it was in the hundreds somewhere, meaning it's going to be many hours before you ever even get called. And, and the reason I bring all this stuff up is, I think if you stay on Disney property, it definitely appears that you get an advantage to get Rise of the Resistance. Like, you are much more likely to get it. Like, if you come here on vacation and you're staying at Disney and you try to get it, and I'm a pass holder at home and I try to get it, well, you have a much, much, much better chance of getting it, so... Just wanted to let everybody know that because I did the same thing every time I try. I know how to do it. I log in ahead of time. I get to the join page. I refresh, refresh, refresh. Next, go. And from my house, I cannot get it. From the parks, I got it very late. From the hotel in the morning, no problem. I'm right near, near the front, which is spectacular. And it's probably on purpose, and if it is, I, I, I do think that's the way it should be. But again, when you skew things to help people, to make things more fair, just don't go too far. Don't say that you'll never get one at home again. Yeah. Just say a larger percentage of the time you won't. You know, that's fine. Let yeah. me let me add just a little bit here. The for two visits in a row here since Rise of Resistance has been open, staying at on property hotels i've had no problem getting reservations so when i hear you know over the last uh, few months about your struggles of, of getting reservations it's just it's perplexing to me because i know your internet connection is really fast i mean it's a it's it's a broadband connection there's no logical reason why you shouldn't be able to get that reservation given what they tell you uh the process is when it comes down to it i am i totally agree with you it has to have some kind of filtering thing or they they just must funnel guests into um a higher priority uh you know uh group or whatever you know a higher priority the, the people staying on property they won't tell you that i don't believe but I agree with you, John. I, I don't really see any other possibility, you know, yeah, yeah. especially given how easy it was for you to get. And you did the exact same thing that you do every time. Yeah. And I have to say, I was happy because, again, if I I have ridden it so many times, I don't even know how many times I've ridden But my wife only ever rode it once. So, you know, she really wanted to ride it. So. You know, and we had breakfast there too. And I, 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 we went down and I had the butter, butter sandwich from the Boardwalk Bakery, which I talked about before. But whoever made it that day, I still ate the whole thing and it was great, but they didn't know how to make it because the point of it being a butter, butter sandwich was it was made like a grilled cheese, meaning you put butter on and then you grill it 
and then it melts together and both sides are like the grilled cheese uh, uh, butter uh, cooked or grilled parts. There was no butter on it at all and it was slightly brown, but the bread was soft, like fresh bread. And again, I ate it, but the person who made it, uh, they forgot to put the butter on it, I guess, which <laughs> is weird. And again, I, I was kind of happy. It wasn't greasy then. So, you know, it was a lot easier to eat in that fashion. And it was still good, but it was not what I had before. And like I said, based on the description of the sandwich, it uses the word butter twice. <laughs> they didn't put any mm-hmm. butter on it. I'm like, man, uh, that's different. <laughs> yeah, we call it a butter, 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 butter no butter. Butter on both sides, but there is no butter on it. It's like, oh, they forgot yeah. something in the butter, butter sandwich. Guess what it is? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but again, it was still good. I ate the whole thing. But I, I'll so, bet you that that sandwich with that soup, that tomato soup that they serve there. Oh my goodness, that would be good. That tomato soup is delicious there. Yeah, I never had, yeah. but I but I was gonna say from there we we uh, put our luggage in the car and then walked over to Hollywood Studios and uh, you know we went right to uh, Rise of the Resistance and you know we we were lucky enough and I went live on that too just for fun because people seem to enjoy that live for some reason so I, we went live on that and you know we got lucky we got a front row you know there's there's two rows but it's always nicer to get the front one we got the front row and every show scene just went perfectly and i felt like there was nothing off like sometimes you go there and certain scenes aren't working they're having issues Mm -hmm. um you know uh, it, it 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 for me it was the best ride through i've ever had on it meaning everything just went so smooth including the transport ship the amount of time it took to get through was not bad like it just even the, uh, you know, when Kylo Ren is, uh, pulls out his lightsaber, I could see out the window that a ship exploded and then it transferred o- over into behind Kylo Ren. It broke apart and then he starts going back from the, the, the space, sucking him out the window. Like I saw more than I normally did. Like usually I'm at an angle or somewhere where I don't get to see the whole thing. So it was really good saw the whole thing and here's the funny part though i put that live up and i could do a live of just like you know walking around the grand floridian or something and i'll get a well well over a thousand likes and many views after like an entire day i had like 400 likes on mm-hmm. the, on the video <laughs> it did worse than almost anything that i've done again and it's it's very rare that I don't get at least a thousand likes and it, it, it did so poorly. And I'm like, I, I just don't get it. It was a perfect experience, but Hey, we, we did the same thing. You actually edited together such an awesome version on YouTube. That is just like the perfect, ex- perfect experience all edited together smoothly. And it just did terrible and it did bad yeah. there too like i was thinking this is great and it's like nobody wanted to watch it like, oh, but yeah anyway. i don't understand that but at least we did enjoy it um from there you know we were at epcot the night before it was really hot um we did what we wanted to do and uh, i know people might think we're crazy but we left at that point and went home we we, we were like man it sure would be a nice day to go swimming in our own pool, which I would rather than, uh, you know, than go in the uh, 
like like that pool at the uh, boardwalk, it's very small and it's very crowded. And there is a small water slide, but I'm 40 some years old. I'm not going to be standing behind eight year olds on the water slide, you know? So uh, it's like for, for me, I, I looked at the pool and stuff and I'd like, I'd rather swim in my own pool. It's just nicer for me, you know? So Mm -hmm. again, I didn't do, I didn't go in the pool, but it was, uh, so yeah, we left. So we saw one show the night before, or what else did we do? I, I wonder if we did anything else the night before. I think we just walked around the World Showcase. Oh, we got a, a melon khaki gory. That's what we did. The ice, mm-hmm. you know. So we sat in Japan and had that. But yeah. So anyway, I think that's about it. Because I have been trying to catch up on work ever since. And I am going back tomorrow. And I'm going to go to the Magic Kingdom. And just take a few pictures of pumpkins, I guess. I don't know. That's... I I I I have no plans on going to the Boo Bash. That's probably about as much as I'll get. I would rather look at my uh, footage from a year or two ago of not so scary Halloween parade party. It's better. Yeah, I would totally agree. Uh, just looking at everything I've seen from the Boo Bash, it's uh, no regular parade, no fireworks. I mean, it's just. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just an after-hours event with an overlay. That's basically what it is. You know, it's not an event, really. Yeah, and when I looked at the difference between that and, you know, what it, with my party ones, the I know it's a negative to have too many people there, but the lack of people around, like, the uh, cavalcades and stuff, it just looked so... Sad, right? Yeah, sad. That's what I looked at it, and I'm like, normally there's people everywhere watching... And there's a lot of performers in this parade, and it's so well done. And instead, there's a sparse amount of characters all spread out, and not many people around them. And I'm like, yeah, I, 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 I did feel that. With I, I was like, to me, the event looked sad, and it looked like it just wasn't worth the money. I mean, I guess if I was, if I had a lot of extra money to just waste, I, I guess I could do it. But it just based on what I see, I don't think I would have felt like it was worthwhile. And as we talked about before, I, I, I spent uh, for just my wife and I almost a thousand dollars on horror nights tickets. And that's for 26 nights. If we have to spend like $400 on one night on one three hour night at Mickey's thing, then I, if I, my budget went to universal for Halloween. So We'll see for Christmas. It looks like they're going to go back to doing more. Maybe I will make a trip or, you know, uh, go and see the Christmas party. Although they don't use the word Christmas anymore. So bravo, Disney. We hate yeah. Christmas, but we love the money that it brings. Good, good job. Yeah. Well, I, I have a feeling that uh, the even though they've stated uh, dates sold out for the Halloween thing, the Boo Bash, um there are actually a, plenty of availability right now if you hop on. So I sort of think that they overstated that. Maybe they undersold it for a while just to create demand. And uh, because if you look at the nights and the the nights where they these people take video, it just doesn't look like there's a lot of people there at all. Yeah. And 
you know, maybe maybe that's appealing enough for three hours for some people. But my understanding is not even all the rides are open. Like it's a limited availability of rides. And- if I was on vacation and I only came every like five years or something, I'd say, well, I better take advantage and get on those rides. But for someone who lives nearby, I, I don't I can't even begin to imagine that it's worthwhile. And yeah, the. The first nights were all sold out from the 8 million Disney vloggers out there that all lined up. It's like the streets were filled with, uh, with vlogging equipment. <laughs> like, there was cameras everywhere, phones yeah, out. Yeah, that's pretty know. much. And I don't consider myself one of them, but I basically do that too. So I'm not making fun of them. It's just funny that there's so much, you know. Like You're a lot of times I them. am there with them the first days of things. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I look at that again and I, I just see this, uh, you know, this this after hours event with an overlay, a couple pumpkins, maybe, uh, you know, Mickey's yeah. dressed up as a vampire or something. I'm just, I'm just glad that it sounds like the... I don't even know what to call it now. The not the Christmas party, but the Christmas party is going to mm. be different, you know, like it, or, or it's going to be much more similar to what it has been. I think I heard it's going to have a parade. It's going to have fireworks. And so, you know, that would be that would be nice. And I just I hope they don't. If I know Disney, they'll say, all right, what did that uh annoying podcast guy like the most the toy soldiers <laughs> cut them cut them all you know, so. they'll never cut them they spent too much on the uh uniforms so well, you know i can tell you i have a lot of video of them and those guys were so good that 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 played them yeah. and the guys in the cavalcade who played them they were not those guys because i watched them both and i'm like these cavalcade guys are not impressive at all and what they do in that toy soldier outfit the choreography and stuff that they memorized to march through through the park in that parade was so impressive you know i used to just follow them down the road and record them i don't know how they remember that much stuff they're they're going in formation splitting up going back and forth this like they're doing so much stuff that as a non-performer, I can't even follow it. Like I, I can't see it. You know, like if that, if that were were my job, I might have a better grasp of it. But I'm like, but I couldn't appreciate it. And I would be like, these guys are so talented. I don't even know how they can see in there. And they are just on point with everything. You know, it's like mm-hmm. you put me in that costume, I'd probably fall over in like yeah, me twelve too. seconds, trip over my own feet, and just fall. And like I said, the the moves they did and the choreography was so impressive. And then the cavalcade came, they just marched by. They really didn't do anything. And I'd be like, they, they definitely didn't hire back the same people. No. And uh, hopefully they can. I don't even know what the choice is anymore. You know, hopefully they can get back people that could be that impressive in the parades. Yeah. I believe they were the entertainment people. So, you know, they, and it could be the same guys. I just put up a, uh, you know some clips from the not so scary halloween party and like the grave diggers and stuff Mm -hmm. the amount of work that they do in that parade the physical exertion that they put out you know that it is unbelievable like i said i i have danced a little bit believe it or not in uh, uh my daughter was a dancer for you know her whole childhood and the uh 
they had the dad's dance at her studio. So I had to go in and learn stuff. I messed everything up. I couldn't do any of it. <laughs> but the confusion and how physically difficult everything is made me really appreciate what these uh, entertainers at Disney do in the parade because they do it through the entire park. I'm like, I don't. Uh, it, it's there's a lot of endurance in doing that. Mm-hmm. And to not forget it all, too, man. They are just good. And like I said, I don't know if they're still even around, but it was the same. It probably was the same people who were a grave digger and then they went and did the toy soldiers and all that. It's like, hopefully did Disney didn't alienate them to the point where they left town or got new jobs and they don't want to come. <laughs> if I know Disney, they probably did. Yeah. what One of the behind the scenes documentaries actually covered the grave diggers and the... Um, uh training that they go through and it's pretty intense like they start months in advance of that and start working on that and that whole uh spark with the shovel thing that they do you know that started by accident that was actually somebody did it uh kind of scraped a little too hard one time and uh threw those sparks up and they just adapted it into a thing you know because it was so cool so yeah I, i don't know that the toy soldiers i imagine it it wouldn't surprise me if it's the same choreographer and the same group that did it they are absolutely talented you are 100 percent right they are the grave diggers of that parade and uh you know they are just that that whole thing just fantastic i I don't i I miss that you know i miss seeing stuff like that yeah that's what people had said when i posted it a lot of people had commented about how much they miss it and yeah, even the good old days. Yeah, that's I'm hearing that a lot lately too when I post stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But again, the reason I do it though, I posted it, and the reason that I do it instead of just clapping at everything that Disney does and saying we will tolerate and take anything, no matter how much it pales, and as long as you charge us more, I'm gonna keep clapping. Yeah. It's like instead I show people in contrast to look how terrible the boobash looked i mean great it's great yay great and it's like i say well do you remember this look at look at what they had before and everyone's like oh man that is just no comparison it's great you know so there needs to be somebody out there who says uh hey disney or or hey disney fans i know you think the boobash is great in comparison with nothing like they had last year i guess it is but remember what you used to have for yeah. a fraction of the cost, it's like yep, about half somebody the cost. point that out and remind you of, I try to remind people of uh, what used to be normal. Oh, and by the so way, there's forget. there's an event about 20 minutes away at a different park that uh, costs half as much and gives you like five times, actually this time, this year, 10 times more. So, yeah. you know, I mean, what, what can you say? Uh, doesn't you know doesn't make sense it's not competitive at all no it's not and like i said i instead of going to the boo bash to be disappointed uh thank you very much disney vloggers for your thorough coverage so i know that i don't want to go there no matter how fun you say it was i still am not interested and like i said i i used the money i could have spent there to get express passes so i thoroughly will get to really enjoy the the houses at universal this year instead and i guarantee it'll be a much better trade-off yeah i guarantee that too all right john was that everything in the parks this week yep 
That's All right. It. I'm glad you got to stay at the uh, at, at the what beach club, right? Uh, boardwalk. So, boardwalk. I'm sorry. I always I always mix them up. Beach club, boardwalk. I don't know why. And but, the reason I the reason we picked it too was it number one it was available and number two we had never stayed there and now that we live close by you know you don't really stay at Disney resorts anymore so it's it was an opportunity to add one more to to the list of places uh, I have stayed. Yeah. I got gotcha. you. That's a uh, bucket list place for me actually. Believe it or not. Um, that in the uh, Wilderness Lodge. I now stayed at Animal Kingdom, obviously, and uh, we're going to be staying at Old Key West uh, in about a month at the end of September here. So, uh, well, I would recommend Wilderness Lodge over the Boardwalk, but yeah. location-wise, the Boardwalk for just because if if you're at the Boardwalk, you could walk over and get uh, beaches and cream ice cream. You can go to the bakery. You can walk to Epcot. You can walk to Hollywood Studios. So the location can't be beat, but the hotel itself is not that impressive. It's it's mm. nice, but mm. compared to Wilderness Lodge, uh, I would take Wilderness Lodge in a heartbeat over it. And I've stayed yeah. there several times. I'd take that any day. Uh, it's definitely on the list, so I'll get to both of them at some point. Hopefully but location-wise, yeah. Boardwalk's better, you know, because... Yeah. You know, just what you can do there. Right. Yeah. Gotcha. You're you're right there by two parks. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and, and we used both of them. It was nice to watch uh, Harmonious and then just walk right out the back. And once we got past the crowd of people at the Skyliner, we were just had a nice le- leisurely walk back to the boardwalk. Very nice. Very nice. All right. So let's get into our discussion about Magic Kingdom in the rain. So I think we'll both agree that Magic Kingdom is not the best park in the rain. Uh, Epcot pretty much took that uh, crown mainly because it's a set of pavilions. And at Magic Kingdom, not so much. Got a mix of indoor and outdoor uh, attractions, and that makes it a little difficult. So you got to really pick and choose where you're going to hang out when it rains and so john why don't we start at the beginning of the park as you enter in uh and you're walking up main street i i think pretty much for the most part any of the stores if they're actually open and not going through construction uh any of the stores or any of the uh restaurants uh quick service restaurants or any of those places actually are pretty decent places to hang out in the rain but the problem is limited space so when it does rain you get a lot of people inside those places i was gonna say my problem is too if you go to the emporium on the left you do have the entire length right up to casey if you go uh on the right side where you know we have the confectionery under construction but even without that you know it's got the ice cream parlor which is not connected it's got starbucks which cuts off in both directions things not connected so you can't go in there and walk through everything you have to leave and go out more although that is my preferred side 
like yeah because it has the glass shop and you know the, yeah. the 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 place with the fancy purses and all that like it just has nicer things I, that's yeah nice it's thing. less touristy things you get on the other side of the street all the all the more touristy things that people typically buy souvenirs and shirts and stuff like that right but i mean you you bring up a great point all those shops at the emporium are connected clear up to casey's and uh, um that maybe spaces things out a little bit more for people there is more room over there even though it's kind of narrow but uh with that said uh I, I would agree with you. I prefer the other side of the street mainly because uh, it's got food and coffee, you know. And unfortunately, it used to have the hat shop over there as well, but that's now moved. And that's moved into where exactly, John, is that? At the uh, there by Tony's at the town hall there somewhere? Or I, you I have not even noticed it yet, wherever it is. So. Yeah, so it's kind of confusing where I think that's moved into the town hall area right there but uh in any case when i was down in a little over a month ago i don't remember seeing that hat shop anywhere um so i mean unfortunately it used to be right there on the corner and uh, as you enter the magic kingdom uh, on that uh right-handed side and uh, it's just not there anymore so uh, they're actually expanding the confectionery into there so the glass shop is really interesting. You actually get to see uh, craftsmen working on glass in there if you catch it at the right time. And uh, yeah, there's a lot of neat things to do there. But again, it's kind of cramped and kind of get crowded in there. But once you get past Main Street, it's all open until you get to the castle. I mean, if I suppose if you have an, a reservation at the Crystal Palace, I mean, you're good to go there other than you know you're not gonna get great food now but uh didn't you say that food is sort of unedible in your opinion at this point or yeah that's my opinion but you know nobody in my entire party liked it so there was four of us and we all thought it was just awful and but again i heard from another uh <clears throat> another source that i'm familiar with they went there and said it was absolutely fantastic so I think, uh, you know, it, it may not be universally loved, but it, there, I guess people have different tastes. Right. People in my particular, uh, with the, with similar taste to me, would not appreciate it. And per, apparently there is a group somewhere that does. So. Yeah, I don't know. I, it doesn't sound appealing to me like it used to. Uh, I used to like to go there uh, with the character meet and greets and the... Uh, and the buffet style, but that's changed. So, so we're by the Crystal Palace. Let's go to the left of there and wonder, start making our way towards Adventureland. And there's really not a lot there, John, to uh, cover uh, as far as like getting ducking in out of the rain. I mean, if it rains right there, you're I don't know. You're faced with squeezing into the uh, Enchanted Tiki Room if it happens to be ready to have a show or, you know, in the uh, bazaar there, the marketplace kind of thing down in there. Right? That, is, uh, that is a good point, though. The Tiki Room usually isn't full. Yeah. And the line for it, if you can get in for the next one, is undercover. So if you're in that area, that's not a terrible 
way to try to escape at least a temporary rain, you know, like a storm. You may be able to get in there. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it, it's not a long-term thing, but... Yeah, that's the other thing. It'll dump you back out into the rain, but at least temporarily it might be okay. Uh, forget the jungle cruise because it's, you know, going to be, you're you're going to get wet. Uh, from the time you start waiting at the beginning, it's typically outside of the covered area. Uh, and they shut that down in lightning storms, right? When it's really a serious I, I storm. I think so, yeah, they do. Yeah, so, you know, that's probably not a good option. There's some restrooms uh, rest nearby, and, uh, you know, they're kind of all covered, like some of those areas, but people tend to squeeze in there when it really comes down hard, when it's really raining, uh, really storming. Uh, but other than that, around Adventureland, I don't know, John. I mean, short of, uh, say, going to... Uh, you know, uh, what's the rush, uh, like some of the restaurants that are the quick service restaurants. Uh, I don't really know wow. that there's good in options. Adventureland, like the Tortuga, Tortuga. Tortuga Tavern. Open. It's been open. It's been closed lately. Uh, Pecos Bill is sort of straddling uh, Adventureland and Frontierland. So that would maybe be a good option. That's a really big restaurant. So you got a lot of room in there. So if it's you know, lunchtime or whatever, but good well, luck finding a seat. If it's rain. a downpour too, there the 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 huge bathroom area that 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 goes between Adventureland and Frontierland, yeah. that'd be a good place to run and hide for a while. Although standing outside the bathrooms will get old quick, but it is shelter for a lot of people. Yeah, and I've actually been in that area during a downpour, and it gets really crowded in there. Um, during that time because that's where everyone's heading there's really not a lot of options so that uh, it's not the greatest area really i mean the other option of course is uh pirates of the caribbean if you uh can actually get in there or get into the store that would be a good option there i think the store is a little it, it's it's kind of narrow but long so you can squeeze people in there i've actually huddled in there during a storm um you know maybe the pirates ride itself the queue is longer and that might be okay as long as you're not outside the attraction but anything else there you can think of in adventureland john because i don't think there's a lot of good options there no no not really uh as we leave adventureland we walk over to frontierland again not a lot of good options right i mean there's basically uh splash mountain and big thunder over there and yeah most of those queues are going to be undercover but if it's really storming or raining they're both going to be shut down right i mean they pretty much take them down in the uh, heavier storms um if it's just raining i think big thunder will stay open but uh, do you really want to ride big thunder in the rain <laughs> kidding no, I would yeah. I would prefer not to. Yeah, so I don't really think there's a lot of good options in Frontierland. Um, actually, they're around Splash Mountain. There is a playground area, and it's undercover, and that's a decent area. I've actually huddled in there during a rainstorm. Um, so right around there, there's kind of uh, like a hill, like a little grotto type area that goes down next to the uh, attraction itself um, where the attraction exits from the store 
and that playground area down in there, uh, people oftentimes crowd down into there. So that can be a good option if you get caught over there. But uh, yeah, Frontierland, not good. Not good for rain. There's a few nice uh, restaurants and uh, not, well, I guess, is that where, uh, uh, maybe not. I'm thinking Liberty Square, the Liberty yeah. Tavern is a nice restaurant. But you have to have reservations and there's a little bit of stores there too, but not much. Yeah. Well, that's where we're going next, Liberty Square. So what what do you think there, John? You mentioned that. You mentioned um the Liberty Tree Tavern, if you have a reservation, is great. I mean, I really love that restaurant. I think you've said that you've loved it in the past, so that's a good option. Um, again, if you have a reservation, if not, you can always get on the standby. But there are places out in front of Liberty Square Tavern that are they kind of have an overhang that you can huddle under uh, in the rain. So if you're waiting to try and get a walk-in, uh, that might be a good option stores what do you think as far as stores john what, what is sitting in there uh yeah there's not there's not much there's only a little bit of uh, store space there right or is there a, the the christmas shop is the only store yeah. in liberty well but, there's memento mori oh uh, yeah um, which is super tiny though too yeah yeah that's small really small uh yeah the christmas shop i didn't even think of that the christmas shop um uh, there's not a lot of cover there just isn't a lot of cover uh, you can um i guess between liberty square and frontier land i i always you know i don't really know what they consider it but where the country bear jamboree is you can huddle down in there i guess that's more frontier land right um it's kind of in that no man's land between the two lands so you can huddle on the deck there, but that's always typically crowded, and you can go into that attraction. Uh, Hall of Presidents. If you get into the Hall of Presidents, you can kind of uh, look around in there in the lobby. There's like a mini museum with paintings and things like that. Um, I always remember they don't let you in. Uh, only when it's close to a showtime they, will they let you in. So you've got to wait until, you know... Uh, like a certain amount of time before the show yeah so, and, and they are true. spaced out like usually when i see it it's like oh the show's not for a while and i usually just walk away at that point yeah and i guess uh most people would think of the haunted mansion but the queue lines for the haunted mansion are typically they they're starting out in the rain uh so if you can get into the haunted mansion uh, and get into that covered queue line that extends between the river and between the mansion, then you're good to go. But if they're stretching you out into Liberty Square or down towards the riverboats, that's not so much a good option. It's gonna you're gonna get wet. So uh, it, that kind of is difficult as far as planning. Uh, that that's that's kind of tough. Um, other than that, uh, what is the restaurant? There's a quick service restaurant in Liberty Square, right? That has two floors. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I don't know why I always forget the name of it, but it's a good one. Uh, it's uh, Columbia Harbor House. Columbia Harbor, right? yep. Yeah, yeah so. that, the second floor is really cool up there. It's huge area to eat and uh, looks out over the uh, Liberty Square area. And that's what surprised me when I ate there before, just how big it was. Yeah, so 
That's the other thing. I mean, that would, in my opinion, at Liberty Square, that's probably going to be your best option, to be honest with you. Um, it's going to tend to get crowded, but, you know, get a drink and, like, you know, get a soda or something or a water and, and go in there and sit. Uh, it's quick service, so I don't know how they're gatekeeping quick service. They may not let you in now without a meal. It just reopened recently. So unless you actually have something on your app that says, oh, your stuff's ready, you know, um, they they gatekeep a lot of those lately. So I don't know. Uh, plan accordingly, I guess I would say. Uh, other than that, you have like the Rapunzel restrooms, which will <laughs> not really give you a lot of uh, cover. And uh, uh, there's not a lot to do. You know, you're not going to be able to hang around there too often, uh, too long. Uh, so i don't know there's not a lot going on there in liberty uh, liberty square so if we walk up the grotto and we go to uh fantasy land uh what do you think about fantasy land john uh, well if you can get undercover in the peter pan line you could spend hours just in line because it's usually that long so. yeah right <laughs> if if you ever wanted to uh, take the time to wait for peter pan i guess that'd be the time yeah, and Small World, too, is mostly a uh, covered queue, so if you can get into that line. Uh, yeah. yeah, you'll most likely get stuck at the end, so then at least yeah. you're not in the rain, right? While you're waiting <laughs> right. 20 boats back to get uh, yeah. to, to de-board. That's right, that's right. Uh, Pinocchio Village House might be an option as far as a restaurant. Um, I pity you not, if you... If you're not hungry, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say... <laughs> I pity you just if you're buy, eating. Just buy one one food item and sit it in front of everyone, but I wouldn't recommend eating it. No. I mean, the uh, the uh, stale bread, pea, I mean, flatbread pizza. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but if you can get close to the window that looks out onto Small World, you can hold up signs and you can uh, wave to people as they go by. Um Again, I wouldn't recommend eating much in there. Maybe they have like fries on the menu or something, you know, grab, grab some fries or a drink. You know, they're not going to mess up a drink, hopefully. <laughs> you know, but uh, that's a good option. Uh, Mickey's Magic. if you can get in there, that's a good option. There's, there's a lot of room to pile in there. So, oh, yeah. and. And there you have the, the the queue out front, and then you have the waiting area before, and then you have right. the actual... So think of that stadium. It can fit three times that many people in it, you know? So Absolutely. It's, uh, a lot of people can get in there, and uh, yeah, if you have to wait, it's worth the wait. And, you know, it'll kill more time. Like, if there's a thunderstorm coming in... Yeah, that's well, perfect. It, it, it may be almost over or over by the time you're out so so i'd say the next place because there's really not a lot of good cover uh anywhere else um in that area i i'd say princess fairy tale hall if you have kids and you want to get their pictures with the princesses and and all that that might be a good option that's a long wait and they typically wrap the line around in there um again i mean that's very selective as far as uh you should, you know, if you have kids or maybe you're an adult that loves 
getting your picture taken with Princess. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe you're a very strange adult. You're a very strange adult. Near kids. So. But definitely don't go in. That's okay. <laughs> Please don't come to Disney World. Yeah. I don't know. But they, I mean, they, I they will hire you if you apply for it. Yes, they will. I, I mean, we've seen that in the news <laughs> recently. So <laughs> we won't talk about that, though. Oh, no. Uh, Apart from that, you go to the uh, Winnie the Pooh ride next, I guess. Uh, that is an option there. Um, yeah, that's not a great one either. Yeah, I mean... A lot of the queue is close enough to outside that you're going to get wet. That's the thing, and that's the theme with everything here in Magic Kingdom for the most part. I, I mean, there's a few exceptions here, but the, just everything that we've covered so far, you've really got to look at that queue and... I mean, it's really difficult. You're going to get drenched if it starts raining if you're in certain areas of the park. Uh, it's just, you know, there's not much you can do. Uh, if you go a little, uh, go around the uh, Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, uh, Gaston's Tavern, and the uh, the gift <laughs> shop. That's an occupancy of about 20. Yeah, and I was going to say. And I'm not I even mean, exaggerating. It's no, just, you're absolutely uh, right. Uh, it, it's like back in that area. And the gift shop, too, is not very big. So, again, not great options. But um, if you get lucky, maybe. Uh, I don't know. Um, the Under the Sea Journey of the Little Mermaid ride um, has a long queue. But a lot of it's outside. So, uh, you know. I don't really think that's a great option either, to be honest. Actually, with a lot of it is inside, though, too. So it is. If, if, it is. if you don't see people wait, waiting outside, and if Disney is nice enough to open up the inside extended queue, then yeah. they can fit a lot of people in there. You know the cool part where it circles around and the big, it has like a dome ceiling with yeah. pictures all over it? They usually don't use that. But if they open that up, they can fit a lot of people undercover in there, too. Yeah, that, so that could be luck. a good option. Yeah, and, and I'll say, like, right now, if you're looking, if you, as I'm looking at the Magic Kingdom app, uh, it's a 10-minute wait. And that means, to me, it's basically a walk-on. Anytime right. you see five, 10 minutes, is a walk-on. And even 15 minutes, I'd say. So for the most part, if you have a 15-minute wait there, you're probably going to be indoors almost the entire time, uh, other than your walk-up to that. So that could be a good option. If it gets over 15 minutes, it it may get a little dicey. But um, again, like you said, John, it's a really uh, longer queue, or at least it can be. And uh, on a day like that, let's hope in the rain, you're going to get that queue. Uh, even the exit is fairly long, so you don't have to really run out of the exit. You don't get shoved right out into the rain, so you can kind of slow play that. Uh, Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, forget about it. It's, you know, you're, the wait's always going to be long. You're going to be standing out in the rain for portions of it. Uh, if you're lucky enough and it's a short wait, then yeah, okay, it's going to be indoors. But they might not even be running that ride during a storm. Uh, no, there's a good chance. It it closes down a lot, even when it's a nice day. So I wouldn't expect yeah. that it's going to even be running. So uh, let's go over to the your favorite part of the park, the circus area. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a lot of water play areas. So you <laughs> yeah. Mix that together, and everyone just get wet. I guess. Yeah. So I will say, if the Big Top Souvenirs is open, uh, which lately it hasn't been. 
Uh, that is a nice large store there that you can walk around and space out. Um, and it has snacks in the middle, like you could buy. You right. Know, and you uh, can kind of hang out and, and rice crispy treats and whatever. Yeah. So that could be a really good option. Uh, Pete's Silly Slideshow or Sideshow, I'm sorry, Sideshow, always has character meet and greets in there. Although lately, obviously, that's not going on. But under normal conditions, that would be a good option because there's typically like four or five, six characters in there. And you can go from character to character to character. Uh, and they're not the creepy characters. They're not going to be like ones where, you know, a 40-some-year-old man looks like a creep going to see. <laughs> so they'll be uh, like the, you know, Fab Five typically are in there. Um, other than that, I don't know, John. Uh, in the rain, waiting in that Dumbo line. That's a no-no. I mean, obviously, you have that nice little playground area they have underneath. A yeah, the actual there, line but... is fine, but the ride, you wouldn't want to ride it anyway. Right, so. that's the thing. So um, so moving on, we go down into Future World, Tomorrowland. And uh, Future World, why did I say that? Tomorrowland. We're into Tomorrowland, and I guess the first place we would come to that would be a good option would be cosmic rays cosmic rays is massive and it has several levels and in my opinion that's probably a good spot for you to huddle out of the rain right yeah and i have done it already just a few weeks ago i i spent a rain a downpour i was in there watching sunny eclipse so it works and that's what's great about that not only do you have the food and you have uh ample seating in there but you also have sunny eclipse so you got entertainment uh if the park is particularly crowded you might have a little bit of a problem finding seats but i think that's probably your best chance to get out of the rain and actually find a seat just because that that thing is so massive there's so much room in there uh, other than that, if you can't find room there uh, in that very building, there's a lot of different options, you know, over uh, what was that? What's that area? What are they calling that other quick service restaurant around the corner there, John? Um, or I guess it's not a quick service restaurant, but it's over. Uh, uh, is it is it the Tomorrowland Terrace, like the Tomorrowland Terrace across oh, yeah. across the way that's from nev- that building? That hasn't been open, though, either. Like. I don't, I haven't, that's, that's one of those things that's rarely open, it feels like. When it is, it'd be a great place to get out of the rain, though. Cause it's well, that's a, what I was thinking. Even if it's not open, uh, you can kind of get out of the rain from there. Isn't the uh, purple wall over there somewhere? Like Yeah, it's over in that area. So. Yeah, yeah, the little cut through there. It goes through the Tomorrowland Terrace. It's, it's a... Uh, it, it, like you may or may not be able to use it though too because a lot of times disney has it roped off because they they'll you know they'll be setting up or planning a dessert party later and they don't want people sitting all over their stuff that's the weird part when you're at walt disney world and you know i was i was at the magic kingdom probably about a week ago and i just looked at some of my video footage there were people sitting on the ground and up against railings everywhere all around the hub all around main street and and it made me think like think about all the benches there is at the magic kingdom it's like wait a minute is there a bench it's like 
there's all, there's very little places to sit and they do that on purpose and you could go and sit at the Tomorrowland Terrace but I can all but guarantee it'll be roped off so you're not allowed to sit there and um, once and I, I you know I asked my wife I was looking around the Magic Kingdom this is like a week ago and I said what are these people waiting for because they're just everywhere sitting on the ground up against stuff, you know, like the parade's going to begin soon or something. And I'm like, well, there is no parade. Happily ever after is coming up, but you don't need to, it, like, it's mostly looking up. Like, you don't really need to get a spot hours in advance. And I never did find an answer. People like to sit on the ground up against fences and walls everywhere at Disney lately. So I don't know. Yeah, that's weird. I guess they're just tired. I don't know. I, yeah, I, it could be because of the heat and maybe... Since I'm only there for a couple hours, I guess I can't identify the people who have been there all day. Yeah. You know, maybe they're exhausted. But still, Disney, give them a place to sit. I mean, seeing people, human pe- humans laying all over the ground, it, a lot of people come from places that have a lot of homeless people, and that's your first thought is... The homeless, you know, when you just see people lined up against stuff. So I don't think Disney really wants that look. So it'd be nice to adjust that a little bit. Yeah, just uh, it. I know what you mean. Like a lot of the benches are gone and everything. So uh, I don't know. It's It's like uh, I said last time about Rise of the Resistance. (laughs) The wall across from it, it looks like a homeless encampment of strollers and I saw the lady in a wheelchair that looked confused that said her family abandoned her there. <laughs> I went to ride and it just looks, like, it just has a look about it like a, not a Disney place, you know. Yeah, it's so strange. I mean, they have an entire empty building that used to house uh, Stitch that they, you know, people could hang out in and relax in. They could put chairs up or whatever, you know, or something yeah. like benches in there if they wanted to and. You know, every every Disney accountant knows if you're sitting, you're not buying anything. So yeah, keep them going. Yeah. They'll sit anyway, apparently. The, I know, the, but they really don't want them to, because uh, the the bags of money you need to shake them yeah. out by keep yeah. them moving. The money doesn't fall out of their pockets if they're not moving. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So, is Monsters Floor back open? now i mean oh, yeah. it's, i think you had, didn't you say you went to that or somebody i'd heard somebody just recently went to that so yeah that was i i went to it and uh, yeah. yep my uh, my my wife was chosen as the person to get her mind read where you put up the <laughs> antennas and all that yeah. and then the guy right next the guy to my left was chosen as that guy and then my <laughs> wife to my right was chosen as the the person to get her mind read so but mm. they didn't pick me for anything well that's cool that do you think that could be an option in the rain to uh it, it doesn't the queue yeah. kind of keep you out of the rain there oh yeah the queue is out of the rain and then the pre-show is out of the rain and then the show is out of the rain so it gives you you know a fairly long period of time and that's what i thought i waited in uh it took me a long time to get on it and through it, and I just wanted to see if it was the same or not. Now that I see, I wouldn't. I don't go in there very often because it was the same exact show that I've seen a hundred times, and it's fine and all. But I don't like to wait for it because yeah. it's just not. Not it, worth it. It just right? isn't worth it for me. I I'm not that interested. 
Yeah, so when you exit out of there, uh, Buzz Lightyear is really close by. So that, again, similar line queue, right? Uh, you can... It has been outside a lot lately, though. Like, uh, just recently, it always seems to be outside the last bunch of times I was there. But Yeah, if it is, if, you're going to get rained on. Yeah, so hopefully, if, if you can get inside, though, it would not be bad. Yeah, now the people mover, is that typically going to be undercover or are you going to be, I mean, that line has been outside at times, I've noticed too. I just rode that in the rain not long ago. And yeah, I was standing in the rain for a large part of the queue. Um, Right up until the very end, I put my umbrella away and you know got on but riding the ride wasn't bad if it if it were uh, windy and like a storm i think you would get wet on there but yeah. you know with just a, a normal light rain it's it's not bad once you're on it well let's not count that one then because again you're going to be out in the queue you're going to be uh probably rained on and then like you said if it's a storm you're going to get rained on in there it, it will blow water at you I didn't even think of that, but it it definitely would. Um, So really, that leaves us, uh, as far as I can tell, two attractions. The Carousel Progress, which is mostly going to be in um, undercover queue, and the ride lasts, or the attraction lasts for, what, 20 minutes, 15 minutes or whatever, and you're going to be indoors on that? Well, I did want to mention about Tomorrowland in general, though. Yeah. Uh, it tends to flood for some reason. So yeah. if you have if you have shoes on that you don't want to get wet, I wouldn't go anywhere near Tomorrowland in a in a rainstorm. And I don't know why it's always been that way. It just floods like so. So yeah, we've yeah, seen it, some graphic videos of that recently where yeah. people just like I mean, literally the water it was covering uh, up to people's ankles there, and mm-hmm. and it was standing water, you know, it wasn't going anywhere. But yeah, so so that I would say, Carousel of Progress is not bad if you can walk right in it, but you're going to be standing out in the rain right up until the minute you walk in, so that's not great. But um, Space Mountain, though, yeah, I do like excellent. that one. If yeah. it's not. If the queue is not outside, that is. I I like waiting in that queue. It's it's just a cool experience. So I don't. I would go in there, and then it lets you out into a big gift shop. So. Yeah, I think that's probably your best option as far as an attraction. Uh, I'd say between that and Pirates of the Caribbean, they're probably your best options as far as attractions or rides in the entire park. Um, queue wise being a longer queue and then letting out into a pretty extensive large gift shop uh i don't really think there's a lot of good options other than them uh as far as that goes uh just magic kingdom is not a good park in the rain no it really isn't it's definitely not a good park in the rain and i have found myself stuck there many times just like standing in a doorway looking out at people that have given up and just walked down main street in the pouring rain and you know it's it's as far as i'm concerned if you you probably can't pick days anyway because with with how far in advance you have to pick everything out but if you had an option and you knew it was going to rain i would go to epcot yeah i totally agree and 
I guess if you're looking at your day and you're planning your day out, uh, here's another good option. If you're planning your day out and you know it's going to start to rain, I'd say midday. Get there in the morning, do what you can, and then before the storm starts, get on that monorail and go see some hotels. There's some great options on that monorail line uh, to to go see it. And you can really be indoors throughout your entire trip, you know, at that point. Um, I know the there's like you have to walk to a couple places to get things at the Polynesian, right? Uh, but for the most part, you know, the, you can stay indoors at the Grand Floridian, Uh and even at the Polynesian. So the Polynesian doesn't let off at this point during construction. Uh, the monorail doesn't let off there, right? So how do you, but, you you get to the TTC and walk over there? Is that what you would do? I would think you can, but I would think it'd be easier to walk there from the Grand Floridian. They're, oh, they're, okay. they're just connected along the shoreline. It's a nice little walk, so... Okay. Unfortunately, to do that, you'd have to be drenched. So I'd say maybe the Grand Floridian, if you can think of anything to do over there, like go see the stores and the shops inside the hotel. And the uh, Contemporary, of course, is going to give you some options there. So I think that's under, that lobby is going under uh, uh, construction too. Like, I think, I, I don't know if it is right now or not, but I know. They were going to redo that lobby. They'll probably paint over that pesky mural. Oh, yes. That, uh, they'll, they'll put a uh, <laughs> big painting of the Incredibles up right there. So. Yeah. <laughs> we're just kidding. There's no plans that we know of to do that. Yeah, there's no. But if it happened, would you be surprised? I, I mean, if, if Bob Chapek rides through there on the monorail, I, I don't see him riding through there on the monorail. So no worries about that. He would not want to sit in there with the sweaty people, you know, and come down to everyone else's level. But if he happens, maybe, maybe after hours or something, maybe he gets to, uh, walk into the contemporary or something. Well, maybe he sees video or pictures of it anyhow from Disney vloggers. He he might come up with a reason to paint over that yeah, dated if, dated Mar <laughs> Mary Blair mural. If he did happen to see it, he probably would say, What in the heck is this crap? Put some put some Disney up there. What is yeah. this? What I are these goats? Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> I probably wouldn't worry about it. I don't think he uh pays too much attention to uh you know Disney vloggers or let alone visits the park. So don't sweat it. It's no big deal. Yeah. You won't yeah, see it. He, he just, you know, he'll just listen to what, what what's that uh, Josh tomorrow. He'll listen to what Josh tells him. And um, who knows? <laughs> All right. So magic kingdom, not a good rain park. Uh, not a lot of good options uh, in the rain. Bring your ponchos or umbrella uh obviously if you bring the ponchos you're gonna sweat uh five pounds off um but you know umbrella good option um like you said john tomorrowland's gonna flood uh we've seen some flooding issues really a lot lately there um and uh so that's that i just plan accordingly see if you can uh cover the park before the rain starts and go do something else if you don't want to get trenched but if you don't mind the rain the lines are going to be very short during the rainstorm. So, well, and you know, I thought that though too, and I forget when it was. It was probably like a couple of weeks ago. Now, it had rained all day long, like just 
pouring down rain. And I said, well, at least, you know, at this point, everyone probably gave up and the lines will be great at the parks. And I think it was the Magic Kingdom. It was so crowded. I'm like, man, wow. all, all of my theories of crowds are getting wrecked lately. It's like, yeah. it was so terribly crowded that, you know, I really did think by now it would be much better. But, but I think things will go back to normal. So in which case, a rainy day is much le- le- less crowded and it should be. So I agree. I agree. The conventional wisdom, that's the way it used to be. Uh, you could get on anything. I mean, Haunted Mansion Pirates of the Caribbean would typically be a 10 to 15 minute wait. And uh, and the rainstorm, even on some of the more crowded days. So, yeah, that's something to think about. Again, you got to be able to brave that weather. And you're spending a lot of money on your Walt Disney World vacation if that's what you're doing, going on vacation. So uh, you might want to be prepared for that eventuality. You are going to get rained on. So yeah. I think at the end of this series, John, I, I don't think there's any competition. I believe Epcot is really the best rain park. The pavilions and all the options there in the rain. Uh would you say Magic Kingdom would be the worst, uh, or would you say Animal Kingdom? Uh, it's pretty close, because the thing with Magic Kingdom, in my opinion, everything's kind of tighter and closer together. So there are areas that you can kind of huddle underneath. Um, Animal Kingdom is very spread out, and to get from place to place, you're definitely going to get wet in the rain. But uh, there are some good options at Animal Kingdom. That's the thing. Good stores, like great stores and restaurants and things like that to hang out in. And Flight of Passage. That's a huge amount of that line is inside. I mean, so, yeah, it really is close. Um, I don't know. For me, I would rather be at Animal Kingdom in the rain. than. But that's also because think of how difficult it is to get to the magic kingdom you're basically there and you have to either have a very long walk or monorail or boat to get back and it's just Mm -hmm. such a trip and when you are wet at least at animal kingdom you just walk to the bus or your car and you're done magic kingdom you're going to have a long wet journey no matter what way you look at it so and the the animal kingdom does not flood they must have learned from magic kingdom yeah It's a good point. That's a really good point. So I would tend to agree with what you're saying. I would rather be at Animal Kingdom in the rain, if for nothing else, than I'm just used to it raining at Animal Kingdom every time I go there. So I've kind of become a little bit of an expert as to what to do in the rain there. Uh, Yeah, and for me as a local, I'm more likely to just not go to uh, Magic Kingdom if, if it's raining out. Like, I just there's a chance that I will just cancel my reservation and not even bother. And that's if it's going to rain all day. Yep. Totally understand. So you don't have that choice if you're on vacations. Right. Yeah. And that's the other thing. So you're going to plan differently with that being the case. So I would say our, our rankings, if we were to rank them, uh, it would probably be Epcot. Uh, I would say Hollywood Studios next because there's a lot of options there. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Animal Kingdom and then Magic Kingdom. So that, that Magic Kingdom being the worst option in the rain. Uh, unfortunate because there's a lot of attractions at Magic Kingdom. And the problem is getting to them and trying to stay out of the rain while you're waiting in the queues can be an issue. And some of those attractions, a great number of those attractions are outdoor rides. 
So uh, some of your quick service options are basically just counters and you're not going to be out of the rain in those places. So I just think it's uh, what you, you may have like three at the most four if um, Tortuga Tavern is open as far as quick service restaurants to stay out of the rain there. And uh, that just doesn't give you a lot of options. So, all right, John, I think that should put a bow on that series. Uh, you have anything else to add? No, yeah, not really. All right. So how did your social media go for the week? Well, I think you'll find a, a running trend on that. Um, I continue a slow loss of followers, and my reach has been cut to all but a fraction of my own followers. So I assume it's just an algorithm. I've heard from other accounts that are of similar size to me that they are extremely frustrated some of them are even taking a break at this point like people who have been doing it for five or six years to just struggle and get a medium-sized account they've i'm not the only one who is just simply cut so i hope that it fixes itself but you know in the meantime all i can do is keep going and uh, so that's what i've been doing and you know uh, for the most part i'm still getting uh you know, over a thousand likes per post. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to complain. It, it's like I, well, I will complain, but it's like I said, I don't have a huge following, but I have people who actually like my stuff. So if Instagram is nice enough to actually show the people that follow my page, my stuff, they will like it. But unfortunately only about a, let's, let's, let's say, well, here's a good one. 10,000 accounts reached. I have 46,000 followers, but only 10,000 of them even saw it. So didn't even wow. reach. So that 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 tells you about where we are. And I'm looking at it. I used to get a large amount from Explore, which is that page that if you're just exploring Instagram, my stuff would pop up. It doesn't come up anymore, really. And hashtags, too. I, I used to get thousands. I... I've got a, like on this particular one, I'm looking at an animal kingdom in the dark. Um, 10,000 people saw it from home, meaning they follow me. So it came up on their page. Um, 166 people saw it from hashtags, which is almost none. 80 or 127 saw it from explore. So they did put it somewhere on some people's explore page, but not much. And uh, from other is 83, and that's just like shares and stuff, like direct people sharing it. But again, I used to be high in all those things. And, you know, I it was only like a month and a half ago, I had some that had, uh, actually, an, I've, I've been doing a Splash Mountain one like every couple of weeks just to see. My Splash Mountain one this week reached like 14,000 people. Um, about a month ago, I reached about 140,000 people with a Splash Mountain post, so, similar one. So that tells you it's uh, it's about 90% cut has been the average. And it's not going back up. So what that means long term, I don't know. Um, I will keep trying. Um, I, I can say my TikTok is doing well, mm-hmm. um, almost exclusively. Like, I tried so many videos, and most of them don't hit at all. And for some reason, my uh, jumping fountain is at 643,000 views. 
news. Yeah. It's like, yeah. and and if you look, the majority, I have 108,000 likes, meaning that's how many likes I've gotten. It's almost all that drop of water hitting the camera. Yeah. So I don't, I can't brag about my success. It's just one six second video. Without that, I don't think I'd be, you know, I'm putting stuff up and, you know, I get a couple hundred views and not not much but that's the main one that has dri driven it but what i want to do i'll probably do it either way but i in you, you know how you can save your your tiktok videos and then post it on instagram i want to post yeah. that exact one on instagram yeah. just to see you know you gotta a million post people like like it on there i'm like i bet nobody will even I see doubt, it so. i doubt it what are you gonna post it on are you gonna post it on reels or i i don't have access to reels oh, that's so. right you told me that that's, that's part right. of my problem yeah i think so uh, in instagram is pushing reels but i can't do reels because i'm a business account uh, uh, or or because i monetize videos or something like there's something in there like I, I monetize IGTV videos. Maybe that disqualifies me, but something disqualifies me from reels. So I'm kind of just out of luck with that. But it looks like a reel yeah. if I just put up my Instagram one. So we'll see. But I'm definitely going to do that just as an experiment. Say, well, I have uh, 600,000 views on TikTok. Why would nobody like it on Instagram? You know? Yeah, like, let's exactly. See. Yeah. We'll see. Oh, but anyway, I'm going to do that. But I wanted to wait till it slowed down, but it keeps picking up steam again. So, yeah, I I noticed that that um, the other day it was 530 or 550,000 or something like yeah. that. And then uh, you just now said it was 600 and some. That's amazing. So exactly. It, it keeps coming people. back to life. I don't know. Huh. <laughs> but but again, I don't it. It literally I. I do think I, you know, when I made it, I was like, yeah, that's pretty cool. But yeah. I didn't never in my life would I think a drop of water hitting the camera would get uh, that much, you know. And then I have a once in a lifetime thing of um, on Slinky Dog Dash and fireworks, and that got sixty thousand views, which is great. Yeah. But that I could I could recreate that water drop one every time I go to Epcot because it's not right. difficult. And it's not special, but it still it gets. That well, thing. it is special though because nobody is gonna do that to their camera equipment. You know what I mean? Like they they'd be freaked out about doing that. Uh, so I think you were you probably did it with a GoPro or your phone, right? So I did it with my iPhone. My iPhone 12 is waterproof. Yeah. So I, yeah. I think I I put a similar video on Instagram and I said a a good way to clean your lens or something, you know, just yeah. Let the water hit it and you wipe it off and you got a clean lens. Nice. Yeah, that's neat. But anyway, so, overall, my Instagram is disappointing. But again, I'm grateful to have uh, you know the followers that I do, so I will just keep going. But it is sad to see people who have been doing it for years who are not quite giving up yet, but on the edge of just calling it quits. Because everybody knows what uh, YouTube did. All of the small to medium guys, or the guys who weren't famous, the guys and gals, they all just got cut one day. There yeah. were a lot of people who made a living there and literally YouTube said, from now on, it's uh, CNN and celebrities. And that's all we push. Everybody else, 
thanks for making us successful, but you are all gone. And that's what they did. They literally turned their back on the people who made them successful from nothing. And, you know, Zuckerberg's a quality guy. I don't think he'll do that. <laughs> oh, wait, no, never mind. He's definitely will do that. <laughs> but he'll tell you he's doing it for your own good because you couldn't yeah, handle the yeah. success. So that's he's right. Gonna, yeah. He's going to do you a favor and keep the success building on the people who are already successful. It's the best. Yeah, and he'll tell you at least he's not going to space, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. In a in a, in a a penis-shaped rocket. <laughs> 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 yeah, I can't. Yeah, I can't believe Jeff Bezos. He even told his employees, "Oh, it's all thanks to you." It's like the people that he doesn't pay that much that he works terribly. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> thanks for the money. I'm going to space. No, no one's getting it back. Oh man, yeah. Well, how's your Universal account going? That is going a little bit better, but I got shared by Vacations. Um, you know, it has like 8 million people. They shared my Volcano Bay video, or my daughter's Volcano Bay video from 2019. So that always gets followers going again, because then mm -hmm. every lesser vacation site shared my stuff then too. And I had a series of that, and I probably shouldn't have done it at the same time. But remember how I said, if Instagram gives me money, I will put a little bit back in and see if that makes them like me better. I did promote one post on there. And, you know, although I, let's see, the one I promoted, I paid $25 and it reached 30,000 people. And 13% of those people were from the promotion. So it really didn't do that much, mm. you know? Like, I, I used to reach a lot more um, basically 686 people looked at my profile from the promotion. It's like, that is just sad for $25. I'm like, uh, the fact that vacation shared my thing was much more valuable. So again, I'm not surprised, but I wanted to do it at least once. I did it on U Universal because on my other one, it kept telling me I couldn't do it. And then I had to go back because it's a business one. It, it, it really gave me trouble. So I tried it on Universal, which simply just let me do it. So again, it really didn't do anything. Um, I, I still didn't even reach. I, 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 I think I got like 400 more followers, but I credit the vacation uh, site uh, sharing me. And then I was shared by multiple sites and in the millions of people saw my credit through all out all that so i got some good follows at so mm -hmm. yeah at this point i do not recommend paying them anything and i assume that already but they gave me money for badges from instagram so i'm like all right i will give you 25 of your own dollars back to see if that adjusts my uh the way things work and to the best of my knowledge I don't think it made any difference at all. I'm looking at my other ones. Well, actually, it might. Look, I'm looking at another one. And look, from Explore, this is a different... Uh, this is not a promoted one. This is one I did after. From Home, 6,950 people saw this post. From Explore, 4,920. From Hashtags, 2,100. Compare that to my other one. I have less than half the followers on here. So maybe they did turn back on. They let me back into Explorer on the down low by giving them some money. So 
Maybe I will have to try that. So what you're saying is is extortion? <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at it. At all, all of my recent posts on there have gotten a good reach where they never did before. Like they they were just like the other one where it's like from explore nothing, from hashtags nothing, from your own account nothing. Like like almost half of my followers see the these accounts. Ten percent of my ones on on the CWDW see it. So that's a big difference. So yeah, maybe giving them money does do something. Mm. Yeah, I, from the Facebook side of things, I know as a business um, that the engagement you get once you pay for advertising or pay to promote a post does seem to, to work. It spreads your message around. Well, but I'm uh, going to look at one before that. And yeah, uh, it reached 5,000 people from home, 1,200 from Explore. So yeah, I guess... It definitely jumped in that. So, yeah, maybe I'd, I have to find a way to pay him off in Instagram, too, so I can get back up. But I don't know if I will or not. I, I, I might do one in Instagram. They gave me like 280 some dollars, so I can give them back 50 I guess, or 60 and see what happens. But I don't like it, though. Yeah, I don't blame you. It does feel like you're being extorted, right? I never wanted people... I've always been under the impression the reason I never paid anything before was if if you don't want to follow me, I'm fine with that. I don't want people to follow me for any other reason except they want to see the stuff. So I don't know by paying money. I guess it just shows you to people and they still want to follow you. So yeah. I guess it's not that bad. Well, yeah, it, it puts you in front of their eyes, you know. Um, so I guess that's part of it. But uh Unfortunately, I, I think you've always kind of survived off of organic growth and they're trying to kill that organic growth now and they're doing everything they can to discourage organic growth and um, basically extorting you for, you know, to reach those same people with money, you know, yeah. with paying for advertising. Well, as long as it's their own money, I, I would do it. But yeah. again, it just makes it sad for everybody else, though, too, like. I, I don't want to discourage people, but the way they're rapidly heading, I wouldn't even say that I'm successful on Instagram yet. If you're just starting out, like I just saw a guy that I followed the other day. He's been doing it for a year. He has 700 followers and he tries hard. He goes live all the time. He, he, um, I've already seen him promote it too. And I'm just like, it just doesn't, it just doesn't work well. You know, it's, I don't like to see that, but mm. Like I said, it's, I'm lucky I got as far as I did, but I feel like they've put the brakes on everybody at this point, except for the largest people. Um, I, I, I like to use as an example because I actually follow her and I like her stuff, but uh, super enthused. I looked mm -hmm. at her stuff. She has half the followers I do on uh, Instagram. She gets triple the likes of everything. So her stuff is definitely... Uh, goes well you know like uh, and it just does and again i don't begrudge her for his grace uh, mm -hmm. but just as an example there's uh, popular or famous people that have a lot less than followers than me but they still get so much more attention i guess you'd say but yeah i don't know it might be because they're they're on another platform that they're very popular like oh, super yeah. enthused has a lot of youtube followers oh, and yeah. now you know like she's kind of been embraced by 
uh, Disney and a lot of other people within the the thing. And she just doesn't do Disney content, so I give her credit. She's just not like oh, no. bought and sold by Disney, you know. She, oh, yeah. she that's she does a lot of different things, but I she don't is, even so. follow almost anybody, and yet I I do follow her and I enjoy it. And again, I respect her a lot for little things like um, the fact that. I can tell she loves Horror Nights, and I'm like, mm-hmm. you know, there's a real person for it. You'll never see Lou, Lou Mangello going to Horror Nights. No. Just <laughs> no. So it's, no. But super enthused. It may not be popular amongst the Disney-only hardcore fans, but guess where she's going? Yeah, and she'll be at SeaWorld, too. She'll go to SeaWorld. She'll go to all, all over. She just loves yeah. loves what she does, you know? So. Yeah. All right, John, where can they find you online? Or where can they unsubscribe or like, oh, yeah. you know. You can go to c. Or, yeah, c.wdw and unsubscribe from me on Instagram. <laughs> and uh, same with Facebook. Not really. Don't unsubscribe. Please don't. <laughs> you can go to c.uo on uh, Instagram and uh, c.wdw on uh, TikTok. You can watch my water thing hit the camera and definitely like that yeah. ignore the rest of yeah. <laughs> and don't follow me just don't like follow the video and yeah. continue with your life and you can see find us on cwdw on youtube our most recent video there is a full ride through of uh the velocicoaster so that's the only place I actually put that too. It's not on any of my other accounts. There's some clips of it on the other accounts, but the whole ride through is on there only at this point. Yep, and uh, the next video should be the parade. The what was that parade called? The oh, Spectral Magic. Spectral Magic Parade. Yeah, so that'll be our next uh, video on YouTube, and it should be up very soon. Probably by the time this vlog hits, it'll be so. All right, you can find me at the giant rat t h e e giant rat on Instagram and TikTok, and that should do it for this week. We will see you next week.